Today is the 17th of February, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. Don't forget, you can download the script. There's a link in the show notes. If you want to follow us along, click download. It's there for you. Just a reminder that if you'd like to support Walking the Way, then we have a Give, Send, Go page that you can give some money to. You can donate some money to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And lastly, if you'd like any information about the podcast or me, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Everything's there. Not quite everything. My entire life story is not on there, but you know what I mean. If you're joining us for the first time, let me just explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as you go along. But let's start today. Let's start this week with our opening prayer, shall we? O God, the joy of this day, the hope for every day to come, move in our midst, fill us with your Spirit, and make us one. May our words, as well as our actions, and even the secret thoughts of our heart be part of your worship today. O Lord of great power, displayed in sacrificial love, we focus upon the one who died for us all, your only begotten Son. Amen. Genesis 15.6 Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord was pleased with him. So often in life, people look for a set of rules to live their lives by. Do this, don't do that. Eat this, don't eat that. And let's face it, rules generally have some fact behind them. We're told not to put our fingers into electrical sockets for a very good reason. Electricity can kill you. The problem comes when we're asked to do something that seems so contrary to what we know that we automatically pull away and rely on those rules even more. And the thing is, that's not how God works. Take Peter, for example. When Jesus calls him out of the boat to join him on the water, he stepped out. But seconds later, he sunk because the rules in his head told him that he could not and therefore must not walk on water. I wonder how many times Abraham, or Abram as he was before God changed his name, stopped and went, this is not how things need to be. This is not how they're meant to be. I'm supposed to settle down and not leave Ur. I'm not supposed to have children. I wonder how different our world would be now. But Abram did believe God, and it was through Abraham's obedience that salvation came into the world. Abraham did not follow the rules, and his faith was credited to him. Our reading today said God was pleased with him. Imagine what would happen the next time God asked you to do something that ran contrary to the rules. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we see how Jesus walks on the water. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Lord, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. Help us to move into a deeper understanding of your truth. Lord, may we all feel safe, safe to think and question, safe to ask for help, and safe to share our lives with you, our loving Heavenly Father. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Contemporary English Version, and today we're reading Mark 6. Jesus left and returned to his hometown with his disciples. The next Sabbath he taught in the Jewish meeting place. Many of the people who heard him were amazed and asked, How can he do this? Where did he get such wisdom and the power to work these miracles? Isn't he the carpenter, the son of Mary? Aren't James, Joseph, Judas and Simon his brothers? Don't his sisters still live in our town? The people were very unhappy because of what he was doing. But Jesus said, Prophets are honoured by everyone, except the people of their hometown and their relatives and their own family. Jesus could not work any miracles there, except to heal a few sick people by placing his hands on them. He was surprised that the people did not have any faith. Jesus taught in all the neighbouring villages. Then he called together his twelve disciples and sent them out two by two with power over evil spirits. He told them, You may take along a walking stick, but don't carry food or a travelling bag or any money. It's all right to wear sandals, but don't take a change of clothes. When you are welcomed into a home, stay there until you leave that town. If any place won't welcome you or listen to your message, leave and shake the dust from your feet as a warning to them. The apostles left and started telling everyone to turn to God. They forced out many demons and healed a lot of sick people by putting olive oil on them. Jesus became so well known that Herod the ruler heard about him. Some people thought he was John the Baptist who'd come back to life with power to work miracles. Others thought he was Elijah or some other prophet who'd lived long ago. But when Herod heard about Jesus, he said, This must be John. I had his head cut off and now he has come back to life. Herod had earlier married Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. But John had told him it isn't right for you to take your brother's wife. So in order to plead Herodias, Herod arrested John and put him in prison. Herodias had a grudge against John and wanted to kill him, but she could not do it because Herod was afraid of John and protected him. He knew that John was a good and holy man. Even though Herod was confused by what John said, he was glad to listen to him and he often did. Finally, Herodias got her chance when Herod gave a great birthday celebration for himself and invited his officials, his army officers and the leaders of Galilee. The daughter of Herodias came in and danced for Herod and his guests. She pleased them so much that Herod said, Ask for anything and it's yours. I swear that I will give you as much as half my kingdom if you want it. The girl left and asked her mother, what do you think I should ask for? Her mother answered, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back and told Herod, Right now, on a platter, I want the head of John the Baptist. The king was very sorry for what he'd said, but he did not want to break the promise he'd made in front of his guests. At once he ordered a guard to cut off John's head there in prison. The guard put the head on a platter 
and took her to the girl. Then she gave it to her mother. When John's followers heard that he'd been killed, they took his body and put it in a tomb. After the apostles returned to Jesus, they told him everything they'd done and taught. So many people were coming and going that Jesus and the apostles did not even have a chance to eat. Then Jesus said, Let's go to a place where we can be alone and get some rest. They left in a boat for a place where they could be alone. But many people saw them leave and figured out where they were going. So people from every town ran on ahead and got there first. When Jesus got out of the boat, he saw the large crowd was like a sheep without a shepherd. He felt sorry for the people and started teaching them many things. That evening, the disciples came to Jesus and said, This place is like a desert, and it's already late. Let the crowds leave so they can go to the farms and villages near here and buy something to eat. Jesus replied, You give them something to eat. But they asked him, Don't you know that it would take almost a year's wages to buy all of these people something to eat? Then Jesus said, How much bread do you have? Go and see. They found out and answered, We have five small loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus told his disciples to have the people sit down on the green grass. They sat down in groups of a hundred and groups of fifty. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish. He looked up towards heaven and blessed the food. Then he broke the bread and handed it to his disciples to give to the people. He also divided the two fish so that everyone could have some. After everyone had eaten all they wanted, Jesus' disciples picked up twelve large baskets of leftover bread and fish. There were five thousand men who ate the food. Right away, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and start back across to Bethsaida. But he stayed until he'd sent the crowds away. Then he told them goodbye and went up to the side of a mountain to pray. Later that evening, he was still there by himself and the boat was somewhere in the middle of the lake. He could see that the disciples were struggling hard because they were rowing against the wind. Not long before morning, Jesus came towards them. He was walking on the water and was about to pass the boat. When the disciples saw Jesus walking on the water, they thought he was a ghost and they started screaming. All of them saw him and were terrified. But at that same time he said, Don't worry, I am Jesus, don't be afraid. He then got into the boat with them and the wind died down. The disciples were completely confused and their minds were closed, and they could not understand the true meaning of the loaves of bread. Jesus and his disciples crossed the lake and brought the boat to shore near the town of Gennesaret. As soon as they got out of the boat, the people recognized Jesus. So they ran all over that part of the country to bring their sick people to him on mats. They brought them each time they heard where he was. In every village or farm or marketplace where Jesus went, the people brought their sick to him. They begged him to let them touch his clothes, and everyone who did was healed. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention, and after the music we're going to say our prayers for the day.
before we pray. Just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. Check the show notes for all the contact details, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, and our new voicemail service. They're all there. Click the links. They'll take you to wherever you need to go. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to pray with you. In the UK, you'll probably note that at the moment, there are lots and lots of places underwater. We've had a month's worth of rain in the space of 48 hours, and there are lots of places that are flooded out. As a minister of a Methodist church, several of my congregation members have been flooded out as well. So this morning, just before we say our prayers for today, I'd just like to pray for those who've been affected by the rain and the floods. Let's pray, shall we? Father, it's hard to understand what people are going through when they see the water coming. Knowing that there's nothing they can do. Lord, we ask for all of those affected by the the flooding, by the water in their houses, in their businesses, in their lives. We ask that you would be with them, Lord, that you would give them peace and comfort, and that you would give them the strength to focus on the clear-up and the courage to rebuild their lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our prayer for today. Disturb us, Lord, when we are too pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we dreamed too little, when we arrived safely because we sailed too close to the shore. Disturb us, Lord, when with the abundance of things we possess we have lost our thirst for the waters of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity, and in our efforts to build a new earth, we have allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wilder seas, where storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of land we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push back the future in strength, courage, hope and love. This we ask in the name of our Captain, who is Jesus Christ. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment so any donations would be fantastic, please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter 
Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Thank you.